We're recording <laughs> in three, two, one. Greetings, friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 72 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. And Edwin is paying more attention to his knobs than anything else. Like Sorry. The dials. What? The Are those switches or? The switches, dials, yes. Switches, dials, knobs. <laughs> and knobs. Sliders. <laughs> yes. Oh, Edwin. How are you? <laughs> well, unless anybody can tell, um, I finally joined the COVID club. Um, and brought me along for the yeah. ride. Well, it's, it's <laughs> inevitable, right? We live in the same household. It's inevitable. But I joined the COVID club. Yes, I had the Rona. Um, and it was all and then some that what i expected to be <laughs> so it wasn't fun and the crazy thing is i didn't realize i was sick until right in the middle of my shop my saturday morning shopping and mm. <laughs> i didn't realize i was sick um until i started feeling like crap and i had to get out of um i had to get out of the store that I was in went out went home i completely i didn't even go to the third store i was supposed to go to that day i'm glad you didn't and went home and you took a nap and i just i told angela i'm not feeling well i want to go lie down slept for like what three four hours yep. you woke up <laughs> angela where's the thermometer where's the thermometer where's the mucinex and where's the tylenol that was okay. basically the <laughs> that was and my... i'm like edwin you need to test yes. i have errands to run and i'm yep. not going anywhere until we see the results so yeah I was pregnant, apparently. I saw two <laughs> lines. It was great. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. No. Actually, no. I got the... I, I tested positive, made the phone calls, made a phone call to my boss, made a phone call to my HR department, made a phone call to anybody who needed to know. And that was it. I got a free vacation, courtesy of the Rona. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the... It wasn't good. Like, I was, what, 102 degree? Something like that. Just about 103? 102 to 103 degree fever. My throat was killing me. My, I mean, Mucinex was my best friend. Tylenol yep. was my best friend. And I ended up <laughs> having was... to text my work. <laughs> yeah. And tell them what was going on. They're like, well, uh... Grab your computer Monday morning and work next week from home. The Monday I worked and got done with the day, just really tired. Tuesday, woke up feeling like I had a horrible, horrible cold, uh, but tested negative. And I think it was Wednesday I tested positive. Wednesday you tested positive. Yeah. So mm. it was not... Uh... It wasn't fun. Um, right in the middle of a, right in the middle of a major project I'm that I'm that I'm uh, I'm leading over at my work right now, which was much to the 
this may have my boss, but he was just like, don't worry, we'll take care of it. Just, you know, get better. Um, can we call you? And, <laughs> you know, that sort can of we thing. call you? <laughs> so, yeah, they were calling me. They were calling me right when I was sick. I had, I don't know how many, I think every single day I had a phone call of some sort. Yep, and it was, um, it was, uh, you know, cough, cough. Yeah, that's okay. Cough, cough. Yeah. You know, it was, it was not a... <laughs> Uh, Tuesday, I had like no voice. Pam, you were were you in that uh, recording yep. session? Yep. Yeah, I had no voice. The only way I could talk seriously was by using zero days voice. Oh, you sound like zero days, like Wednesday through Friday. That's the only way I could talk. It was not. I'm done dying now. <laughs> Yeah, so here's the worst part of this whole thing with COVID that really freaked me out because the day before I got COVID, I was having a conversation with a coworker in the store, right, that I was in, and they told me that she told me that she lost her smell and mm -hmm. lost her sense of smell and sense of taste. She completely lost it, right? Mm. And she's had... She was already like three weeks into this whole thing, two or three weeks into not having <laughs> smell and taste. And she, I mean, she hates it. She hates it because she can't taste like it. Everything tastes like, like she's bland, right? Nice. Yeah. And then Wednesday, with the beginning of Wednesday, I lost my sense of smell. <laughs> he was rather mm. panicked. I was a little panicked because me... Here's the thing. If, if you haven't known me already, I like to eat. I like to. There's, there's a reason why there's a dinings in this in this in this uh, podcast. I like to eat. I like to cook. Right. In fact, mm -hmm. um, I'm smoking ribs right now in my in my my patio as we're recording this. So that's right. I was freaking out. I couldn't taste. Ice cream, I couldn't taste. The only thing I could taste was like salty. You could taste salty, sweet, mm. sour. Just, salty, sweet, sour, and that was very, basically it. Just the mm. basic, right? Yeah. But in terms of like, I couldn't tell between ice cream and, <clears throat> and, uh, um, pastry. Pastry. Like, yeah. I just couldn't taste like what the difference between sweetnesses are, the difference between vegetables, mm. none of that. None of that. It was freaking me out. Everything was just Thurs one note. <laughs> yeah, everything was one note. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it started coming back a little bit. Saturday is starting to come back. I was like, okay, good. I was, what was what was I eating? And I was just like, um, my eyes just like lit up. Oh, what was it? Because that was just the funniest look on your face just like <laughs> like i believe the phrase i used is you looked like you'd just been told that a rock and roll star wanted you to give you his signature electric guitar <clears throat> like that that sort of pure amazement i forgot what, what the heck i was eating what were you, i think you were eating leftover soup Yes, it was. It was a chicken soup that I made. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best tasting chicken soup I ever tasted. I, I, it was just like, holy crap. Like, it's, just for the that's fact when I figured out it was coming back. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that was my... We were supposed to record last week. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't just because well, I was down for the count. I had to. Yeah. I was down for the count and had no actual voice. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that was our week. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys are uh, are getting better on the. Yeah. On the verge of getting better. Yeah. Hopefully. I think I'd rather um, have a real flu. See, <laughs> uh, see, I don't know. I actually got the mild version of COVID. And I actually know a co-worker that hers, she, like, everything she smelled and tasted had, like, like, cigarette smoke. Ew. That's that, bad. And she had it for, like, longer than than weeks. It was a couple months, I think. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's so weird. Me being how... me, I started researching the loss of smell and COVID, right? And I'm sitting there going, like, it could last between being a couple of days to like months i'm like holy crap i hope it's not months I, like, yeah. I went down that rabbit hole it was not good <laughs> so angela what have you been up to well while i was down for the count i started sifting through my app wish list and like, how long is this list <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty dang long uh-oh. Because <laughs> uh, there, were, there were a lot of things that just kind of piqued my interest when I saw them. I looked at them again and weeded, the, weeded a few out. Um, and some of them I decided to try out. Um, <clears throat> one of them, okay, okay most, of, most of the ones that I was looking at are just simple, basic ones. Like there's one like Dig, my museum, where you're just basically tapping around to find dinosaur bones. <laughs> um to to set up a dinosaur museum uh that one eh, take it or leave it it's it's what it is there's yeah. one called art story <clears throat> which uh it's basically turning illustrated stories into sort of puzzles which it it's interesting but the um, abridgment of the stories is a little bit odd, and you can tell that some of them were done in a little bit of a rush, and mm. and some of them are clearly done by people who are not native English speakers, and some of the art layering is really odd. Hmm. But I will give it this. <clears throat> One of the things, and I don't know if this was intentional or not, and I'm starting to think it was, because otherwise someone had a had a moment of genius and didn't even realize it. One of the stories that's in there <clears throat> that they abridged... <clears throat> excuse me. One of the stories that's in there that they abridged is Alice in Wonderland. And so you're putting these you're putting these puzzles together, and occasionally they decide to uh, separate the puzzles down further into further layers. So you have trees that don't actually show up at the end, or little mushrooms here and there, or the people like they separate uh, parts of the costume. Like Alice's apron is a separate shape from Alice. Mm. Towards towards the end of it or towards the end of the currently released uh, chapters of it, um, 
<clears throat> they started breaking down the characters a little further for some of okay. them. And right around the time that the Queen of Hearts is supposed to show up, one of the ways they break down the characters in so many instances, hmm. they they have the head as a separate shape. What? As, okay, the most famous uh, lines from the Queen of Hearts is off with their heads. Right? And here are the characters. The heads are a separate shape. You oh. have to, you like, the bodies are a shape. And the heads are a different shape. And you, they don't go on at the same time. The heads Interesting. are like a, a, a step later in the puzzle setup. And it's, wow. I don't know if it's a part. I don't know if that was intentional or not. And it's messing with my head so bad. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's yeah, like the there's these the croquet scene. There's these flamingos, and the heads of the flamingos are a separate shape from the body of the flamingos. <laughs> the king That's of some... hearts. You have the king of hearts. You have the king of hearts in his underthings, and then his clothes, and his head is a separate shape. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I took great delight out of that one. There's also one called Cat Painter. That one's kind of pixel art, and and you have little contests in there. And that that one's entertaining if you're in the mood for something like that. Uh, and the one that I'm kind of hung up on right now is called Secret Cat Forest, where there's <coughs> excuse me, there's not much point to it, but you're basically building up a little house in the middle of a forest and every once in a while when you go back to the app you have little cats visiting the house in the forest and you're just oh. trying to fancy it up so the so the cats will visit this little house in the middle of a forest so the, you only play it for like maybe a minute or two at a time hmm. <clears throat> but it is really cute and it has nice music <laughs> it has nice music these apps, I swear. <laughs> I haven't found a. It's been a while since I found a good app that I actually clung to. Yeah, there's there's a few in here. There's a few on my phone that I keep going to. One one that I have fallen absolutely in love with. Uh, at, this one I've actually had on my phone for a while. It's called uh, Luna. And oh, is it the sleep? Uh, yeah, assistant it's, the, it's the sleep story. Is the sleepscape thing? Yeah, yeah. I I still have that one. I'm I still use it a lot. Cool. But yeah, there's there's others that I've been trying out, but those are some of the ones that they they amused me in their own ways. <laughs> That's cool. Anyway, Pam, what have you been up to? <laughs> I've I've been watching. Um, as I do, um, <laughs> I've been watching some Netflix. Uh, uh, it's actually Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Uh, so I checked out Miss Marvel, and we—I think we briefly talked about it in yeah. a, a previous episode. Yeah. Because there were people talking about, oh no, <clears throat> she got <clears throat> the wrong powers or something. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. The wrong powers. I. It has something to do with Inhumans or 
or try to pretend that Inhumans just didn't exist or something. I I don't remember. But I, what I really liked about the previews is that it really appealed to like, like the teenage, uh, like the teenagers, the the um, cosplayers or whatever. Um, just in the first episode, I was hooked because Kamala as as herself is a high school student that whose you know role model is. Carol Denvers and she just adores her she cosplays as her she does nothing but like daydream and doodle in her notebook and whatever and I'm like I can relate to that <laughs> but I, what I like about it is that it, it's, it's very loose in my opinion compared to like uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier um is that because and, it's a series? Um, sorry, it's well, yeah, that's the new title of it. It used to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but now it's it was dubbed Captain America because he he is now the Shield holder. Yeah, yeah, and but, I, I I like I like it's. Very lighthearted, very colorful. I would have to say that it is really like a love child between a Marvel and a Bollywood. <laughs> and so just minus just minus the like hour long, you know, music numbers and the dancing. I was gonna say, that, is whatnot. there singing and dancing involved? Bollywood? Yeah. Okay. For those that don't well, then, that aren't aware of Bollywood <laughs> films, they are uh, films made in from India, and they usually run like three hours long. Because there's so much singing and dancing. In there's it. so much singing and dancing. It's fun. It's fun. But <laughs> there are times when I'm like, okay, I'm tired of singing and dancing. Can we please move on with the story? <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, I really liked seeing uh, the Muslim representation in this show. It's just a breath of fresh air, in my opinion. And it's so nice that, you know, she makes some comment on how, oh, she's just a brown girl from Jersey. <laughs> or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I can understand that. So I'm enjoying it. It's, it's very fun. I would highly recommend it to, like, those with teenagers. Singing and dancing. If you like singing minus, and dancing, minus the singing and dancing with the musicals, so then this is the Marvel show for you. <laughs> yeah, it's still going on. It's yeah. I also watched Obi Wan, but we will talk about that a little bit. Obi Wan, yeah. All right. And yeah, Miss Marvel is still going on. I think there's like a couple episodes left. Ah. And you don't, you know what? You don't even have to watch the other. Uh, shows to really get what's going on. It's it's standalone. Nice. So <laughs> nice, she says. Is it part <laughs> of the MCU? I mean, is oh it, yeah, is it, it is. MCU, I mean, they're making just... references to like to like Spider Man or or Shield well, Carol Denver's. or something or other has anything it, to do with it, MCU. Ca 
Carol Denver's Captain Marvel. Yeah, clearly there's that connection. Because of the so respect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's yeah, there's a definition. mention of her. Just it's has nothing to do with any of her movies. Okay. I'm just wondering. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She just she just admires her. You know. Okay. Sweet. But yeah, I mean, there was a there was a discussion on how and Edwin, we can talk about this in our ever the other episode, Hala Hala Hangout. There was a bunch of talk after the first episode was aired on how tough Kamala's mom is. <laughs> and that sounds... I was like, that <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> well, yeah, we can definitely talk about that. I have <laughs> I have lots to say. I mean, but... <laughs> just go ahead and just watch the first episode. I think they're like 30, yeah. 45 minutes. How much singing and dancing is involved in the first episode? None. None. Perfect. I'm All right. I'll be. <laughs> no, but I was like, just watch, at, just watch the interaction between her and her mom, and tell me if it's just a regular like Asian immigrant family. <laughs> it's nothing tough. That's just how it is. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that during our other show. It, it's actually a good topic to talk about because I got lots to say. Um. <laughs> yes. So what's so, up? Okay. <laughs> All right. No. Okay. You you say what's up? Okay. So before we even got started recording, you you two, Pam and Edwin, you got geeking out <laughs> about Obi Wan. Okay. And, and All right. you. I only got a little glimpse of a couple of episodes. I was not able to follow much of anything with my brain, and you know that bothers me. So what? I suppose this is a time for me to shut up and listen. Yes. It <laughs> <laughs> was a long lead-in. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, gosh. I was just brainless, and you were watching the show, and I'm just like, Huh? Yeah, you were pretty sick when I was watching it. Um, yeah, I watched... I watched Obi-Wan Kenobi. I didn't finish it, so there's a disclaimer. I didn't finish the whole thing, but one thing that I realized in watching it is the reason why I think, at least for me, like, anything outside of the original... Uh, original episodes four, five, and six, the original trilogy, right? Back in the mm-hmm. 1978 uh, trilogy. <coughs> it, you know, that to me is like the core of the Skywalker timeline. Mm-hmm. And anything outside of that, I feel like. Every time they even touch it, even the even the you know episodes one, two, and three that came out in the late nineties, right, early two thousands, they've had to sort of retcon the whole original four, five, six, and it Wait, kind of felt like what? Yeah, I felt like even like like Obi Wan Kenobi, right? Like didn't really fit in with episode four. The whole and the thing that kept coming back to my mind was Leia's message, distress call. You know, the one that was recorded with R two D two 
in the beginning of episode 4. This whole entire Obi-Wan Kenobi timeline, because it heavily involves Leia when she's 10 years old, right? I hope I didn't ruin that for anybody. <laughs> but it's, you totally ruined it for me. Oh, great. So that whole entire thing is completely void. Um, it's completely, it's not even, there's not even a glimpse of it in episode four. Like at all. And, and this is where my, it's not really a counterpoint. It's more of, um, it doesn't really fully disprove that she forgot about him. I, I read it as if like, if she made it, she's trying to send a SOS message to Obi-Wan Kenobi without, uh, showing anything any any other relationship that is past professional yeah i mean in case in case the the message did get in the wrong hands yeah i, I don't know my, my thing is is that if i were to you know hail a call to a person that i knew right even so, even in passing, like every time I, if I, if my third grade teacher came and walked into one of my <clears> stores, <throat> you know, I would recognize her because, you know, that, you know, like, because she was my teacher, right? If my piano teacher came into, you know, into my work, I definitely recognize that person. I mean, and that's remember fair. that. So I felt like, I felt like. Wait a minute, she, like, she doesn't go back to, when she makes that message, she doesn't go back to that. But she recalls her time with her father and him as General Kenobi in the Clone Wars. She went, she didn't go back to the most recent, she went all the way back to something that her father said that she, that he was a part of. <coughs> and I'm like. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Whoa. I I have I I am actually having thoughts on this. So it could be that they're trying to make it that she got an explanation of who the heck he is after the fact. Um, and also, um, um, ah, brain fart. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's what like, my that's what yeah, my um, I guess my I have my a question. I have a question on episode. Also, sorry, sorry. Um, just real quick. Yeah. Also, I do remember that he was calling himself Ben a lot. Anyway, that that was my thing. Um, was that order a, to basically annihilate all Jedi's still active during episode four? See, that's the thing we don't know. It was that. <clears throat> We don't know that because is you know that's one of those things where what happened after what was it like the next what 10 15 years during in between episode three and four episode no well between kenobi and and episode four i don't know how long that time slot is but no, I don't know. we don't know right oh. that's where like rebels comes in that's where 
where Rogue One comes in. It, 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 it would have to be at least eight years. Yeah, something. But <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I kind of felt like she remembers this tertiary thing that her father told her, but she doesn't remember this primary thing that she should remember. Um, <laughs> That's my... Well, the thing is, though, I mean, yeah, I would, I would probably be more informal when, you know, addressing someone that I've known since I was a kid. But she was also a senator at the time of abduction. Yeah, I mean, I've she was seen very so many, business. You know. Yeah, I mean, I've seen so many other like kidnapping plot, you know, tropes in other movies where. You know, and sequels where it says like, "You help me do this, please help me again." Kind and, of thing. And I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this uh, particular scene in the episode four is when Luke was um, rescuing Leia, and they didn't know that they were siblings. They were like, "Oh hi, I'm well, here no. to save you." Well, that's the thing. They didn't know they were and siblings in, in Kenobi, right? They they kept they, that pretty. They addressed him as Ben Kenobi. Yeah, Leia but they addressed him as Ben Kenobi. Yeah, but Leia and, and Luke didn't know that they were siblings. The only person that knows well, that they were siblings that's irrelevant. was Ben. That's irrelevant to this. She knew Ben Kenobi and the way that she reacted as a whole, oh, he's here, let's go, kind of thing. Oh, you Do mean you remember episode that? four? Yeah. 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 But remember, in episode four, Kenobi dies before both of them actually met. They... They, well, she did see him. She did see him, but they didn't know they were siblings. But Kenobi wait, was wait, wait, dead. Wait, 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 wait. I think you're talking about two different things. Because she she saw Obi-Wan. So, okay. It sounds to me like... Okay. Maybe I'm just getting really confused. But it sounds like you're talking I'm about much. Ben Kenobi and Luke Skywalker as the same person on my side here. No. No, 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 no. Because <clears throat> for a moment there, it sounded like you were getting confused as to whether yeah. you were talking about Obi-Wan or Luke Skywalker. I'm just no. addressing that when she was rescued, In because she was trapped. Four. She was trapped. In she was captured four. by Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah. That, and then Luke was like, hi. And she's like, you're too, aren't you too short for a stormtrooper? And then he's like, well, I'm here with with Ben Kenobi, and then she's like, oh, "Ben Kenobi, where is he?" Yeah, because she already knew who Ben Kenobi <clears throat> was, but that was that was referencing that her father knew who Ben Kenobi is because she heard, you know, during Episode Four. I don't know she, because that could also her reaction itself could also signify that she did eh, know him a bit more. Yeah, but I feel like that's a long shot in terms of like. Well, so it's. Your claim. I mean, no, it feels like that's a long shot because the thing is, the only thing that we know for sure is that she references Ben Kenobi as part as a general in the Clone yes. Wars with her father. That's the only thing that we knew. Yes. Right? But we because she didn't want but, the whole personal connection to be recorded in case that message see, got we, in the wrong. Place. I feel like I don't know. I, I I feel like that's to me. I feel like it's reaching, but you and, know. I'm I'm, but, I'm I'm a pro at that, I guess. I know. But I mean, that's my, to me, you know, like, the first thing I would remember is this dude rescuing me when I was 10 years old. Because that's very, very primary. And that's thought. the reason why I am saying, <laughs> was that 
order to annihilate Jedi is still active because but, there is a reason yeah. why Obi-Wan is a hermit. And then and, we don't know that. And, and, and here in my head, off in the side and off in the clouds, um, I, I'm just still wondering, like, he kept calling himself Ben. So in her mind, are Ben and Obi-Wan two different people? Because he kept denying that he was Obi-Wan. In, He's in, the same person. It is the same person. Is I, the same I, person. I know, but denying it for survival. Yeah. yeah. So were they two different people in Leia's head? That's my question. When she was 10 years old or was she when if, she yeah, was when, a princess? Yeah, would would at the time did she mentally believe mentally determine that since he was denying being Obi-Wan, did she determine that Obi-Wan had to be a separate person? A separate person? A separate person. See, we don't know that either. <clears throat> there is going to be a second season, so hopefully so hold, you may fill in the gap. Yeah, the hopefully gaps. they. Yeah, hopefully they fill this hole in my head because the thing is, it's just, it's just blaring out there in my in my in my chronological timeline of the Skywalker, which they need to stop touching this. <laughs> they just need to stop touching it. Go back to the old Republic. I'd love to see them do an entire series on the old Republic. How it became to be. How the old Republic, you know, formed. How the Jedi Order formed. What the deal was that whole entire folklore between them and the Sith. I'd love to see that. You know, it has nothing to do with the Skywalker timeline. <laughs> That's my... That's my plea to Disney. <laughs> Edwin wants. He, Ed, Edwin, Edwin doesn't wants want any more space operas. He he wants a space opera that has nothing to do with the with the uh, with the Skywalkers. Every time they touch it, it just he wants the he wants <laughs> he wants the long long time ago to be longer longer to, time. Yeah, to be to be long long <laughs> a long long time ago too a long long time, time ago. Go. Yeah, exactly. That's too long. That's too long. The thing is, the thing is, I just like I played the old. I don't know if you guys played this, but I played the old Republic, the the Star Wars. uh, Oh, the video game, the online game, not the Knights of the Old Republic, but the Old Republic. It was the, it was the online game. It was a MMO, and Mm -hmm. they were telling the, they were telling the 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 lore of the Sith and the and the Jedi in that game it was very intriguing to me to the point where i kept playing even though i didn't like the mechanics of it and the fact that it was like you know freemium yeah (laughs) yeah i have issues with freemium be that as it may i kept playing this game because of the storyline and that's what i kind of want to dive into i want them to you know Tell John, you know, John Favreau to put his little touches into the old Republic. I'd love to see that. I mean, I've heard that guy has like the guy with a golden touch kind of thing, right? Is he the dude behind the Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, MCU, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, this guy, this guy is. You know, very, very good at what he does when it comes to action movies and comic book movies and, you know, in these in these franchises that Disney owns. Please go back to the Old Republic. Please do. I would love to see a John Favreau version of that. You know, 
And okay. And that's hey Disney, if you're listening, please do that. I don't think Disney is listening. <laughs> like, if someone from Disney is listening to this podcast, please do that. All right, there's my <laughs> there's my rant. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I I see a couple of things here for possibilities. I'm looking at our rundown. <laughs> ah. All right. All right. Uh. <clears throat> and I'm I'm, I'm gonna. Where's the D20? Hang on. Den, you want to grab a D20? My D20? Yeah, grab a, grab a D20. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. We're going to determine this by chance. Because there's... Apparently there's two things to be excited about. Or something. This is diehard dice. <clears throat> Alright. But so, I can actually just talk about the one I want to talk about. The Atari? No, not that one. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Something that actually has to do with Dungeons and Dragons okay. with a I D20. Mean, if, if you... This is heavy dice. This could break something. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. So, I guess... Do you want to just talk about it or do you want to roll the D20 to see if you talk about... Uh... Not 20. So, I get to choose. <laughs> <I'll>... <laughs> I was going to say odds the first one, even the second one. But since the second one is apparently what you want to talk about anyway. I do want to talk about it. So, here's the thing. I went to a deep rabbit hole. We all are familiar with um, Roll20.net, right? Because we all used it. I used it in the first campaign when we had to, when we decided to, like, driving was too hard or the COVID happened and or someone, I don't know. Like, we started using Roll20 for whatever reason. I delved into it, tried to set the thing up, tried to, like, explore through it. Mm-hmm. But apparently there's more... There are more versions of that or different, like, different online tabletop, like, sort of, like, management systems or meeting systems or whatever. One of them is Playroll. In Playroll, I was diving into this and... I gotta tell you, it intrigues me because it doesn't look as janky as Roll20. You know, don't get me wrong, Roll20 is great for what it is, but Playroll looks a bit better than Roll20, and they just announced that they're, they have an integration with D&D Beyond that um, they created a Stranger Things campaign. <laughs> they, oh, really? they, yeah, they, they created a thing with uh, it has with Stranger Things and DD and Beyond, and they're sort of integrating it together. Um, I think they're publishing on DD and Beyond because it is integrated with Roll with Roll, and it's supposed to come out sometime this month. <laughs> so sometime later this month. Nice. And I'm very intrigued because one of the things that you know. Everybody knows right now is that D&D Dungeons and Dragons took a really big spike because of Stranger Things. It. Nobody knew what a Demogorgon was. <laughs> Nobody knew who Vecna was. True. Nobody knew what, you know, Mind Flayers were, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's sort of like how people treat the ten, the movie The Ten Commandments. They All of a sudden they become... 
<laughs> they all become like like Old Testament like aficionados. You know, aficionados because they just watched, you know, Ten Commandments. They, they, but they, you know, they become the gatekeepers. Well, yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like you know now people know about D and D and D and D Beyond, and people are starting to get interested in, in Dungeons and Dragons, and. Even Kate Bush quite recently went back to number one <laughs> with a one-hit wonder, right, on the billboards because of Stranger Things. <laughs> a 1980, what, 1984 song went to number one because of a of a show. Wow. Yeah. So that's how powerful Stranger Things is. So why not? Let's take a Stranger Things inspired... Um, you know, campaign, integrated, enroll, and D&D Beyond. And that's what they're exactly what role is new on. And I am excited. I want to see it. I want to see someone play this. I want to see it on, <laughs> you know, I kind of want to see if someone's going to put it on Twitch or whatever. <clears throat> I'm, I kind of just want to see it. <laughs> What the storyline is, what the what the campaign looks like, that sort of thing. So, right. so everyone is excited. I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, do, do you know if it's the same story as what's in the Stranger Things starter set? I'm not actually quite sure. I'm gonna read because okay. I do have it. And this came oh, from. We, we do have a link. I do have a link. I um yeah. because I I've played the the Stranger Things starter set twice, and but if it's a different story, I'm interested. So, so basically, okay. So this is coming out of my computer is not happy with me right now. <laughs> Weird. I think I just froze my computer. <laughs> Great. So it remains a mystery. We'll have Hold to look. On. We'll have to look into that later. Hold then. on. Hold on. I'm gonna go back. Let's do this again. Ah. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So this is coming from, from Geek Tyrant. GeekTyrant.com. This just got released maybe like nine or ten hours ago. Okay. Um, as the time of this recording, and it says here. Um. So it references the fact that Kate Bush. Went to number one. Searching is just almost this powerful thing. The virtual tabletop platform, the virtual tabletop platform role has seen a 285% increase in interest in DD since part one of season four aired on May 17th. That's how powerful this is. <laughs> so so to help with players, to help new players get into the game, Roll has announced an unofficial integration with DD Beyond coming later this month, as well as Launching their own original D&D starter adventure, founder L. Dwight said. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my computer just froze again. <laughs> okay, so. Awesome. For now, we'll like, we'll yeah. say we don't know. <laughs> so. It's a, it's a big old maybe. It's, yeah. So. Geek Tyrant, go listen to it. I mean, go, go, go read it. Um, so that's just a, an announcement that I came across um, that they're doing. So I hope I that... don't think I don't think there's any better time to try 
uh, playing uh, D&D nice. than now because of Stranger Things. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, it's so easy now. Like, I can't even... I mean, you literally don't have to sit around a table anymore. Although, although <laughs> and play you've, watched, you've watched part one of Stranger Things yes, season I did. four, right? Yes. The, the, um, I think we have to keep in mind that the, um, the, uh, the addition of D&D that is played in the show is different than the yeah, popular version of, of 5e. Yeah, they're not playing five well, E by any stretch. I mean, they're playing what like D and D advanced three. Oh, advanced. Yeah, yes. they're playing advanced Dunge yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Because I was like, why are they? Why are they rolling an extra die? And I'm like, wait, wait, nope. <laughs> yeah, different edition because it didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was that? Demogorgon was even. I mean, I don't even think that's in even the in the current monster manual. But the Demi the Demogorgon is. In the current uh, bestiary, um, I don't recall. Hang on, hang on. I can it's find a, out what uh, book it's in. I think, I think it is, but not. Not it's in the, the. It's a different depiction. It's a different depiction. Is Vecna in so. there? Like I don't even, I don't even know if Vecna's and, in there. I don't know about <clears throat> Vecna. Searching, searching. But it's I mean, interesting on how you know. They how they painted mind flares in this one. Yeah, I mean you get you have I mean you have liches in in the current five we E like, we like, like lich kings oh, and stuff. We were like oh sturges. Right. We were just <clears throat> fighting those things. <laughs> uh, Demogorgon is in Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes. See, it's in a it's in a, an appendage. It's in yeah. a. Mm. I'm sure they put it in there because people were asking for it. <laughs> Because Mordenkainen oh, and Torum no. Falls came out like what, like two years ago? I think it came out before Stranger Things. Mordenkainen? Mm hmm. Ooh. I think it did. Hang on. Let... Let's take a look at the copyright. Okay, hang on, <laughs> hang on. When was Morden. Or. Words are hard. Words are hard. <laughs> oh, fantasy names are hard too. They are. They are. <laughs> when was? No, I don't want. I don't want Magic the Gathering. I want Mordenkainen. No. No, the, this is the, this the is other geeky games. <laughs> hey, hang on. Not... Hang on. BRB. Oh, she's gonna go actually get the book. You so have the book. So do we? Do we have to pause it? Hold on. Okay, so, so we did find out. Um, Angela actually brought out Mordekainen's Tome of Foes, and the. So we know that Stranger Things happened what 2016, right? July fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. Okay, yep. and then Mordekainen started first was... printing May twenty eighteen. So there we I go. Was, I was wrong. <laughs> So there it is. I'm sure. Oh, well. I'm sure the reason why um, the Debbie Gorgon was put in there just because I'm sure people were asking for it. Well, who's a dummy Gorgon? Uh, a lot of people were probably homebrewing their own stats for that, it. And that's true probably, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were too because they, they didn't have an advanced Dungeons and Dragons manual. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't have an illustration of the Demogorgon as it exists for 5e, but... Probably because people would say, that does not what look like, that's not what look, Demogorgon looks like. It doesn't have, they're probably like sitting there like looking at, <clears throat> yeah. Let's just avoid the controversy and just not put a, <laughs> put a <laughs> Maybe. thing in there. But, but that's just. If, if anyone was interested, I mean, there's that. Yes. Um, anyways, so let's, let's move on. What are we moving on to? Did you want to mention about Atari? Oh, or no? yes. So just a side note, Atari turned 50. Hey! Okay. Congratulations, and Atari. my wrists and my, my right hand still hurts because that controller was the worst. Anyways, was it the joystick one? That's the joystick with a square base. And I don't know how many times that thing broke. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. my I, I grew up. I think our my first, the first game system that my family ever had was an Atari Twenty Six Hundred in the Philippines. Ah, and it was sent to us from the from the United States to the Philippines because it was cool. So we had one, and it didn't take long for us to break that because <laughs> the controller just was the worst. That was like the worst controller. You had to hold it up. With your left hand or right hand, and then use your opposite hand for the controller, and there was a stupid little, like, red button thing that just, it just stopped. It wasn't good. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. So, yes, happy birthday, Atari 2600. May you get better controllers. <laughs> um, All right, we have some food to talk about. Let's talk about food. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common. And that is the serving of food. It's still fresh. But I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. All right. All right. Okay, so... After the last recording, we... We we uh, took some time trying to figure out what our next challenge would be, and we decided that we would do a cooking challenge, which is kind of a good thing, considering... COVID and all that happened to and I couldn't to taste. us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we ended up with a uh, Jello challenge. It was it was a simple challenge. Whose uh, idea was the Jello challenge? It may have been mine. <laughs> uh, but it was a simple challenge, just. Find a recipe where a main component is jello or gelatin, flavored or unflavored, as long as it was a main component. Uh, and uh, <laughs> bonus points if it was a vintage recipe. See what we got. Uh, <laughs> I did not enjoy this challenge. Uh, don't worry, neither did I. <laughs> but probably for a different reason. <laughs> Okay, personally, um, I didn't realize how ADHD unfriendly Jello salad can be. <laughs> oh, okay. you multiple steps, multiple timings, and everything has to be timed, and you have to do it way in advance, or you end up with soup. 
Is that what you ended up with? Um, I may have thrown mine in the freezer to set it in time. She did throw it up. Oh my! Throw it in the freezer, and which made a whole different consistency than what I think it should have been. Uh oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Fortunately, it was only the portions that we had to eat. Okay. So the the rest of it isn't ruined. Just so how many like trips? Us? How many orders from Instacart and? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Three, at least. <laughs> yes. We had to order from Instacart three times, because none of us was willing to go to the grocery store with the vid, right? Right. Which, so, you know, it, it, we were trying to be smart and considerate to yes. our, our fellow locals. But I still had to, because Instacart did a mess and completely forgot... My, I, I needed one less ingredient one last when thing, I was making mine. And I was about to do another Instacart because it would have just been too late. Yep. Right. I need so, so I masked up uh, and went to went to a grocery store to get maraschino yeah, cherries. It, I just needed the one last ingredient. <laughs> and it we put in an order so I could get that one last ingredient, yeah. and it was the one thing that didn't make it into the cart. So one thing that didn't make it in that cart was the one that we needed. It, so, yeah, they, so, so Angela, what did you make? Mine was called a Seven Up salad. Okay, it's not the one that I wanted to, but Edwin absolutely objected to me trying to make one of the savory ones. Not, no. Oh no! <laughs> okay, no. I I would have tried it, but yeah, I I did a Seven Up salad. Um, mm -hmm. If you made that, if you made that like five days ago, then maybe I would let you done because it couldn't taste anything. But <laughs> okay, yeah. So okay, it seven up salad was confusing as to whether it wanted to be a side dish or a dessert. It could be either. Okay. Uh, yeah, just so many steps. Like this was was a a. Uh, a kind of a remake of the of the re of the original recipe because the person who wrote the recipe is somewhere in the story said that they had trouble getting it to set because mm. um, you know it had that huge long story before it got anywhere near the actual recipe. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so it just. There was step after step after step and preparation after preparation after preparation. And yeah, there 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 was just a lot of difficulties. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Ah. Uh, I have someone trying to call me. Hold on. Okay. So after after a a <laughs> after a tiny yep. pterodactyl. <laughs> after a tiny pterodactyl. Okay. Alright. Uh yeah, so the salad The seven up salad was just kind of weird. Like it had mayonnaise and cream cheese and like it wasn't super sweet, but it it 
could function as a side salad. Just <clears throat> that it, <laughs> I it took me forever to figure out why in the world it even it even had the Seven Up in it, and it hit me with the tartness of the mayo and the cream cheese. Yeah, they needed more sweetness in it. Yeah, like because it, it tasted a lot like that ambrosia salad where it's the pistachio pudding and yes it tasted a lot like that yes with the nuts and everything like that that's exactly that 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 took me back to like thanksgiving yeah just so i think you know what if you're looking at seven up salad just go for ambrosia salad it's so much easier This felt like it was more complicated than it should it, be. And then you put it in the freezer, which made it taste like... I, I had to. It had to set. But but it did something to it. I don't think it was meant to do it, but it gave it a little bit more thickness, body, whatever. It kind of tasted like like a, an ice cream, like soft serve ice cream consistency, but not the temperature. Hmm. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Like I was just like... It was like I didn't know what my 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 taste was like. What to make of it? Of course, they were like asleep for like the past five days. But <laughs> I mean, it's still it was. I didn't know what to make of it. Like it was good. I'll give it that. I think it was better okay. than mine. <laughs> mine was a mess. So well, yeah. <laughs> should we should we save the scores for for last? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, just uh, too many steps. Too it, it it required. This is not something that you want to be putting together, like unless you're going to be home all day. Yeah, it took the mm-hmm. whole day almost. It, it, yeah, it, it's just too many steps, and yeah. yeah. Anyway, Pam, let's hear about your salad. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to talk about this because I know I know Angela you're not a big fan of ketchup but I am whoa, 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 whoa. jello and ketchup so the recipe <laughs> that I got is named cherry ketchup salad yes ketchup uh, c-a-t-s-u-p salad uh, oh, this sorry, is a 1964 like- vintage recipe taken from let's see here from favorite recipes from home economics teachers Salads, written by 1964. Yeah, from home ec teachers. That's great. (laughs) Uh huh. And I can tell that this was like, like an experimental thing. Like you do it to complete the psych, uh, the the assignment, not necessarily to eat. (laughs) So, so what it is is just uh, cherry gelatin, ketchup, celery, nuts. I didn't know. They just said nuts, so I was like, okay, I'll just use walnuts. And olives. This does <laughs> not add. sound good. This this sounds like a mistake. I <laughs> I tried it because it was a vintage recipe. It had jello in it, and I'm like, I know it's gonna taste bad. But I didn't know how bad. What it was what? Gonna- what flavoring of Jello did it call for? Please tell me it was. Carrie. Oh no! no. <laughs> I was gonna say, please tell me it was like an unflavored variety of Jello. 
oh, I don't know if there was anything that was going to save this. <laughs> well, definitely, Cherry's not going to help anything. No, well, <laughs> it got the color right. <laughs> it but, looks like ketchup. Let's put it on there. Oh, oh my god! But yeah, when I when I let it sit, oh I, I was like, the the smell of ketchup just lingered. That <laughs> was like, okay, that's definitely ketchup. And oh. sure, sure, when we tried it. The brain automatically went nope <laughs> because I couldn't I couldn't taste any of the cherry. It was like full on ketchup with uh I couldn't taste the olives, the the celery, what is that? A veggie requirement and the walnuts is just for texture. This sounds like a kid made this up. It As I like said, if it was for home ec class, it, it was to for an assignment not to eat. Look, I get you know it's like I get that <laughs> that that home ec teacher from the 1960s, right? Probably 1964. Grew, yep. 1964. Okay. So, home teacher in 1964 probably grew up at the right after like the the Great Depression, right? Yeah. Around the time of World War II. And the 1950s. In the peak of the Jello mold era. <laughs> in the peak of the Jello mold, oh, yeah. mold era. And then the thing is, the where the taste buds were akin to liver and onions, right? <laughs> where, you know, like very, you know, very, we're not going to waste anything, you know, my parents lived during the Great Depression. We're not going to waste anything. This is what happens to your taste buds. I get it. This just sounds like a mistake. <laughs> it, uh, it didn't even like when I when I tasted it. My my mouth my like my mouth or sorry my brain was like this is for the podcast. <laughs> You're going to be okay. You followed everything. Everything is safe to digest. And the mouth is like, but that is just, it's just pressing that eject button like, like, like it was DDR. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, did Jeff, like, spit it out. Did Jeff did. taste this? Oh yeah, both of us had to spit it out. I'm curious what Jeff thought. Oh, so both Jeff did spit it out as well. Okay. Yeah, both of us spit it out. Usually we stick to the Andrew Zimmern thing where you try something twice. Yeah. We can't even last the first. Because wow. <laughs> I was like, "What is that so supposed is... to be? It's just some random ingredients thrown together to make a Jello thing." So this was dare food. <laughs> it is. It's, it doesn't make I any sense. And the <laughs> the blog that I took it from, midcenturymenu.com, they described it as. Let's see here. If you ever had a bite of ketchup-covered hot dog in your mouth and washed it down with a gulp of cherry Kool-Aid, then you know what this gelatin no. tasted like. No! It tasted like a bad idea. And you know what? I'm so, like, <laughs> I definitely see the ketchup-covered hot dog most definitely. And you still but I cannot... I can't, I can't taste the cherry Kool-Aid at all. <laughs> so, did you read that description before you made it? 
Yes. <laughs> and he still made it. And I still made it because I, I like ketchup. But even as a ketchup fan, this just doesn't this make might sense. Not, that might not. That might be. That might actually get me off ketchup. <laughs> oh no, I still like ketchup. I, I'm pretty sure that if I swallowed it, uh, then probably I would be like, nope, uh, that's trauma in my stomach right oh there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, hilarious. so Edwin, what did you make? <laughs> so I made a vintage. This came out of a uh, um, <clears throat> taste of home, I think. This came out of a taste of home, and this was a uh, a uh, a. It was a strawberry cream jello des- uh, salad uh, from 1953. <laughs> okay, so I was going for the vintage points for this one. Okay, and ideally. <laughs> Ideally, it's supposed to have layers. So there's supposed to be a cream layer. It's supposed to be have a like a clear jello layer with a with the strawberries and and it's it also has pineapples in it. So these have strawberries and pineapples in the in the red strawberry jello layer and then a strawberry pineapple cream layer on the bottom, right? All in a mm-hmm. jello mold. It's supposed to look like it's supposed to look like a work of art. Mine did not look like a work of art. It looked like <laughs> gruel. <laughs> it looked like it looked like pink gruel. It was not. It, it was not. It didn't turn out. I mainly because I didn't have a Jello mold. I don't know where to get a Jello mold, especially when you have COVID. And the time that I decided to make this, it was too late for me to order anything on Amazon for a Jello mold. And so that was out. So I decided to like, okay, let's, what kind of looks like a jello mold? So I just used like a small bowl to make this thing, right? So I used that, but it told me to put it, to make the, make the, the jello, right? And put in the Uh strawberries and the pineapples in there and then strain that. So you get the liquid, save like a cup of the liquid, put it, the rest in the, Put the rest in the um, with the, the rest of the liquid and the fruit in the fridge for an hour, and it didn't set in an hour. Oh no! Yeah, it was a little jiggly. But then once I put in and made like put the sour cream to make the cream with the rest of the thing, and then used that and poured it up on top of it to make those layers, it just dissolved right into the first layer. So it didn't even, that's when things just got messy and it didn't look anything like the picture, save for, yes, I didn't have a gel mold. So it was, it was completely gone. Um, but it did taste good. At least I think it tasted good. I mean, it still had that creaminess to it and uh, everything, and it had like the fresh strawberries. Yes, I do use fresh strawberries, none of that frozen silliness, and and crushed pineapples and everything like that. So it made sense on paper to reduce down the the liquid for the Jello because you're going to put liquid in it already, more liquid in, into it because of the pineapple, crushed pineapples, and the strawberries. Mm-hmm. That made sense, right? Yeah. 
but it didn't set as quickly Aww. as this recipe would hope. Now I did use the standard issue Jello. Actually, no, it wasn't even standard issue Jello. It was the generic variety of Jello, mm. and it was sugar-free. Maybe that did something to it. I'm not quite sure. I didn't think it would do anything to it, but mm. it just didn't turn out. But it did. It did taste good. It tastes like. It tasted like a side dish, not a dessert. Exactly. It was not sweet. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> good. I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it, all it, of was, it. it was not bad. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't ketchup and olives, and <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. So, so but, yeah. I mean, I would. I have. I have leftovers. I'd probably eat that again. I mean, it wasn't that bad. You know, it just didn't. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. Like oh, scores. How would we score? Score our dishes. Let's start with Angel. Okay, mine. Ah, uh, gosh, it was. I'd have to give it around a ten. I could take it or leave it. It's just <laughs> the the result isn't worth the 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 effort. Like there's there's not enough reward for the payout, or there's not enough payout for the work or whatever. Yeah. However you want to yeah. say that. Just. Yeah, so I'd I'd give mine around a ten. Okay, <clears throat> Edwin. I give Angela's probably. I probably give it eleven. It wasn't bad. It was good. It kind of reminded me of like, <clears throat> like if I were if I needed to make ice cream in a pinch. You know, that would probably be a good ice cream substitute without all the fixings and stuff like that. So okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. But it was actually good. Okay. I ate the whole bowl. What about what about yours? <laughs> Your recipe, Angela. Um, it was simple. It didn't take that long for me to make it. Yours was simple, so probably, probably you know a little more worthwhile since it wasn't an all-day thing. Uh, so that one I could probably give a twelve. Cool. Yeah, I'd give mine a thirteen. I mean, it wasn't bad. I I have leftovers. I'll probably eat it again. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't right. Nothing right home about. I mean, it kind of tasted like I don't know something. Something I tasted once during a like a Boy Scout trip. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, right, right. So it's not. It wasn't nothing to write home about. Um, so the only issue was that it, the setting it just didn't. It just didn't set right. But no. the flavors were. The flavor profile was was still there, like at least that 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 bottom layer with the cream. It was fine, you know. But I think I probably if I change it, I probably use like actual like sugar full Jello <laughs> and actually use a proper Jello mold that probably turn out well. So, <laughs> so Pam, what would you score yours? Negative twenty. <laughs> <laughs> wow, our so, first just, one. So, uh, so just, just, a, it's a even nat, past gruel. It's, it's past gruel. It's past a nat one. It's, it's just even, unforgivable. It's unforgivable. It's just, I know. <laughs> I I I fulfilled the challenge. <laughs> fulfilled That's the challenge. The thing is, though, I knew what I was going to. I was hoping that I could be. There was a sliver of hope that I was, that I might, there was some, some element that I might like. I don't know. 
<laughs> but the so fact that you'll I never could, make it again. <laughs> the fact that I well, it yeah, was obviously. such a waste. It was is like right when we spat it out, we just threw the whole entire <laughs> away. And I'm like, nope, we will not discuss this. <laughs> oh my gosh. We will capture this in its entirety, the whole experience in the podcast, and that's it. <laughs> so wow. yes, it's it's worse. We found something that is worse than gruel. Wow. And I wow. didn't know that, that it was possible. <laughs> wow. Okay, so not sitting in the bar. If you find yeah, if so if you find any old cookbooks that say, oh, buy home ec teachers, don't buy it. Don't do it. I wouldn't. <laughs> don't do it. I feel like it was that must have been like a joke, but <laughs> I I don't know. I was like, ketchup, huh? Oh interesting. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Jello, we're not very good at using it. You know, I've never really cooked anything with Jello except for standard issue Jello. <laughs> so, you know, and sometimes fancy. simple is okay. Sometimes simple is okay. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that's how I got it when I was a kid. They don't do anything special with those Jello, what was that, those Jello cups? <laughs> those were oh wow <laughs> yeah you know you peel open you get a little spoon and you know there you are times when you don't need a spoon you just yeah <laughs> so anyways that's i guess that's it for the show yeah that's the I episode so <laughs> we are actually deciding to take a break from a food challenge yes we for are the next- we yeah. got i gotta get my sense of my sense of taste and and smell back into par. And, and Pam needs to process and mourn. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, just going to eat all good foods yeah, from she, now on. Yeah, she needs Moving to... <laughs> she needs to uh, just take a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, but when we're, when we're done with our break from food challenges, we'll, we'll let you know what's coming. Yes. Something anyway... <laughs> Do I do I hear our exit music? Oh, there it is! Ha-ha. There it is. Yes. Anyway, thanks again, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed uh, our episode, and we we know we enjoy having you listen. It just makes us happy. Anyway, uh, if you'd like to uh, hear from us outside of the show, you can find me on the Twitter sphere at Pleasant Doom. My name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. You could also find me on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. And you can find me on Twitter at TCDsEdwin. Um, and you can follow me there. You can find me at DIYEdwin. Uh, what else? Uh, you can also comment, like, and subscribe. Right? Comment, like, and subscribe if you like this podcast. And uh, please share the podcast if you... If you do like it, share with friends. Sharing is caring. And so. don't forget that we also have a Facebook page for Legend Creators. You can check out this podcast as well as our other podcast, Hell Hell Hangout, that me and Edwin we are do. taken. Yep. <laughs> 
Uh, we also have the website legendcreators.com. And if you'd like to email us directly, I don't know if you, I kind of spaced when you Dungeon, were talking. Dungeon Niners at gmail.com. Yeah, I, I may have spaced if you already mentioned it. Nope. <laughs> nope. You can email us at dungeondiners at gmail.com. You can say how much full of crap I am with Obi-Wan Kenobi and the Star Wars stuff. That's fine. I'd love to have a conversation or tell me that I'm correct and I am the I'm the most knowledgeable person when it comes to this sort of thing. I do like that too. <laughs> you could just also call, call me Miss Marvel because of my stretch. There you go. <laughs> anyway. And I'll need to get better. <laughs> yeah. I need to go drink some water. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to episode 72 of Dungeons. Dinings. And dorks in our theme music just ran out <laughs> and dorks see ya bye <laughs>